season of Lent, let's posture our hearts to receive what God is going to pour into us tonight and in this season as we press in more and more into Him, Lord. God, we're just so grateful to be here and we're so grateful for the sacrifice that you've given us of your Son. And we ask that you pour out your Spirit here tonight, Lord. In your name we pray.
Lord, who forgive us all our sins. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you hate nothing you have made and forgive the sins of all who are penitent. Create and make in us new and contrite hearts that we, worthily lamenting our own sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of you, the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. Our first reading this morning comes from Joel. Chapter 2. Blow the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming, for it is at hand. A day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, like the morning clouds spread over the mountains. A people come, great and strong, the like of whom has never been nor will there ever be any such after them, even for many successive generations. Now, therefore, says the Lord, turn to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. So rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and he relents from doing harm. Who knows if he will turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a sacred assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and nursing babes, let the bridegroom go out from his chamber and the bride from her dressing room. Let the priests who minister to the Lord Weep between the porch and the altar. Let them say, Spare your people, O Lord, and do not give your heritage to reproach, that the nation should rule over them. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? The word of the Lord. This morning Psalm or this evening Psalm is Psalm one hundred and three. And we'll say it responsively. By the asterisk. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals all your diseases? Who redeems your life from destruction? Grounds you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things? The Lord executes righteousness. He made known his ways to Moses. The Lord is merciful and gracious. He will not always strive with us. 
He has not dealt with us according to our sins. For as the heavens are high above the earth, as far as the east is from the west, as a father pities his children, for he knows our frame. As for man, his days are like grass. For the wind passes over it, and it is gone. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him. To such as keep his covenant. The Lord has established his throne in heaven. Bless the Lord, you his angels. Bless the Lord, all you his hosts. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and will be forever. This evening's second lesson comes from the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 5, commencing at verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. We then... As workers together with him also, plead with you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in an acceptable time, I have heard you, and in the day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We give no offense in anything, that our ministry may not be blamed, but in all things, we commend ourselves as ministers of God in much patience, in tribulations, in needs, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in sleeplessness, in fastings, by purity, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well-known, as dying and behold we live, as chastened and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing, and yet possessing all things. This is the word of the Lord. Please stand for reading of the gospel.
Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew. St. Matthew chapter 6, beginning in verse 1. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do a charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, They have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room. And when you have shut the door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance. For they disfigure their faces that they may appear to men to be fasting. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you fast, Anoint your head and wash your face, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, There your heart will be also. The Gospel of the Lord. Jane. 
Make us a vessel. Make us whatever. Lord, we will go where you lead. As we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Great songs tonight. It's a blessing. I am glad you are all here. <laughs> Seriously, I want, I want you to remember that. I'm glad you are here tonight. Uh, this is our... Uh, Call to a Holy Lent. And, um, you know, it's not, our, it's not our first Lent, so I know you know. 
And I know you know because you are here, and that's why I'm glad to see you all. Lent, as we know, is just like real life. (laughs) Just like real life, only maybe a little bit more. The things that God calls us to be and to do in Lent, we are are calling it out as a special moment to pay particular attention. It's a season in our life to pay attention. It is not a season for us to win favor through good works or to manipulate, but because we trust God, I think that was uh, the lyrics in one of the songs. I'm doing this because I trust you and I don't have to know. Right? We don't really have to know Lent if we know that this is what God is calling us to because we trust him. We trust him. And so we do. It's enough to know that he asks that. It's catechism season and we got a lot of our young young. Uh, Adults who are studying and preparing for Easter. And so they have lessons and memorization and studying that they're going through. And it's a lot like Lent. (laughs) It's us. We're preparing for Easter by preparing for Holy Week. Hmm. We are... Responding to God's desire to be in a relationship to us. The attention we're paying is because we know that God wants us to be in a relationship with him. And Lent is where we pay attention, even more than normal. In the world that we live in, if you've noticed There are a lot of problems. It's a dark place. There is fear. There is anger. There is loneliness. And I could go on. There is chaos right now in Ukraine in particular. If you're looking for something to be grateful for, you're not in Ukraine. This time of Lent is for us to open ourselves up to that relationship with God. To the light that Christ has in him so that as we have Christ in us, we might be the light in this darkness. That we might be a light. So, in the gospel lesson Jesus was talking this is Matthew 6 right was that the reading Matthew 6 Matthew 6 uh, you know I, I I was surprised that's that's right in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount this is like a serious serious lesson that Jesus is teaching and in tonight's reading right in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount Jesus is saying, Pray, fast, and give alms. Well, there you go. There's your lesson for Lent. (laughs) 
And I could preach on praying, I could preach on fasting, and I could preach on giving alms to the poor. Um, But I'm not going to. uh, Because I think you already know. And and that all you really need now is to pay attention. Find the opportunities that God is giving you to do those things. For example, Monday afternoon, if you want to be here, you can work for those people who come for food, right? Where's our? What time do they need to be here? Three thirty. <laughs> All right, three thirty here Monday. You can give alms through service. Uh, Saturdays at 10. Father Ed will be here for the first week. <laughs> for confession, there's another opportunity. Um, but I want to, because I know you know you need to pray, I know you know you need to fast, I know you know uh, how to give alms and how to do these things. What I want to do is share a little bit about what... I'm looking for, for myself, this Lent. For me, what I'm trying to unravel is a mystery. And the mystery is, I want to find a way to have a joyful Lent. Thinking of that gospel, right? It's like, if you're fasting, don't look like you're fasting. If you're praying, don't make a big to-do out of it. It's like, just pray. If you're giving alms to the poor, you're helping the poor, it's not a production. You don't need a stage. Just do it. So if we're going to be experiencing this Lent with reflection, measuring our life, calling out those things we have to be grateful for, right? how do we How do we live a joyful Lent? And what I'm thinking of is that, you know, our joy, the joy of the Lord is our strength. The joy of the Lord in us gives us strength. And so if I am living the crucified life, I can have joy. And if I am living the resurrected life, I can have joy. And so for me, a part of Lent this year is to be, to find and discover that joy. I want to read a short, short story. It was our Old Testament lesson a month ago or so, and it's about the call of Isaiah. And it starts out in Isaiah 6. It says, in the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on the throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, two they covered their feet, and two they were flying, and they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. Isaiah, through the grace of God, finds himself in the company of heaven, and he is overawed. His response, his response is a perfect response for Lent. (laughs) He says, Woe is me. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips. Okay, what he's saying, he's in the presence of God, and his reaction is to say, Why am I here? Ah, this is bad. Woe is me, because I'm not 
qualified for this. That is a part of our, it's a natural reaction. I think that we will, you know, as we move into God's presence, you sense that. You sense that you're not quite good enough. And in this story, an angel flies over and brings a coal out of the incense or something like that and puts it on his lip and says, now you are clean. Right? All of Lent, it's about our repentance, but also the forgiveness of God, the mercy of God. And that's a great thing. There's a lot to be joyful in that. If you find yourself going, woe is me, you can rejoice and have joy in knowing that forgiveness has been given to you. You have been made clean. Now, I want to mention this story in particular because because there is that moment. You know, God is calling us into a closer relationship to him through prayer, through fasting, through giving to the poor, in order that we would find out what scoundrels we are? No. That, that can come as a surprise only to ourselves. But in order that we might receive that grace and that forgiveness and that joy, there is a joy in knowing that you're forgiven. You've been made whole. You've been restored. There is joy in that. And what happens after that? The cry in heaven is, who shall we send? And Isaiah says, send me. Right? All of this grace of God breaking into your life, even if it reveals to you things where you don't quite measure up but giving you that grace and mercy to know that you're preserved, you're saved, and you are given this resurrection new life and for a purpose. God created you for a purpose. He has a plan for you. He's making you something. What do we have? A vessel? <laughs> a whatever? Uh, he's got a purpose and a place for you. And there is a coming into a presence, that clarity of, of that mission and that calling for you. And there is joy in that. So what I hope is that you might, in some small way or big way, join me in that searching out that mystery of finding the joy in Lent. Uh, Or if God's calling you into some other great mission, that's good too. Because I think we are all called this Lent to pay attention. Amen. I don't have the book. Oh, here it is. I do. Please stand. Dear people of God, the first Christians observed with great devotion the days of our Lord's passion and resurrection. And it became the custom of the church to prepare for them prepare for them by a season of penitence and fasting. This season of Lent provided a time in which converts to the faith were prepared for holy baptism. It was also a time when those who, because of notorious sins, had been separated from the body of the faithful, were reconciled by penitence and forgiveness and restored to the fellowship of the church. 
Thereby, the whole congregation was put in mind of the message of pardon and absolution set forth in the gospel of our Savior and of the need which all Christians continually have to renew their repentance and faith. I invite you, therefore, in the name of the church, to the observance of a holy Lent, by self-examination and repentance, by prayer, fasting, and self-denial, and by reading and meditating on God's holy word, and to make a right beginning of repentance. And as a mark of our mortal nature, let us now kneel before the Lord our Maker and Redeemer. Almighty God, you have created us out of the dust of the earth. Grant that these ashes may be to us a sign of our mortality and penitence, that we may remember that it is only by your gracious gift that we are given everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen.
reading from Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your loving kindness. In your great compassion, blot out my offenses. Wash me through and through from my wickedness and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you and you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. And so you are justified when you speak and upright in your judgment. Indeed, I have been wicked from my mother's birth, a sinner from my mother's womb. For behold, you look for truth deep within me and will make me understand wisdom secretly. Purge me from my sin and I shall be pure. Wash me and I shall be clean indeed. Make me hear of joy and gladness that the body you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Give me the joy of your saving help again and sustain me with your bountiful spirit. I shall teach your ways to the wicked and sinners shall return to you. Deliver me from death, O God, and my tongue shall sing of your righteousness, O God of my salvation. Open my lips, O Lord, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Had you but desired it, I would have offered sacrifice. But you take no delight in burnt offerings. The sacrifice of God is a troubled spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Please kneel. Let us pray all together. Most holy and merciful Father, we confess to you and to one another and to the whole communion of saints in heaven and on earth that we have sinned by our own fault in thought, word, and deed, and by what we have done, and by what we have left undone. Do it, read it. Loved our neighbors as ourselves. We have not forgiven others as we have been forgiven. Mercy. We have been deaf to your call to serve as Christ served us. We have not been true to the mind of Christ. We have grieved your Holy Spirit. Have mercy Mercy on us, Lord. We confess to you, Lord, all our past unfaithfulness, the pride, hypocrisy, and impatience of our lives. We confess to you, Lord, our self-indulgent appetites and ways and our exploitation of other people. Our anger at our own frustration and our envy of those more fortunate than ourselves. Our intemperate love of worldly goods and comforts and our dishonesty in daily life and work. Our negligence in prayer and worship and our failure to commend the faith that is in us. Accept our repentance, Lord, for the wrongs we have done, for our blindness to human need and suffering, and our indifference to injustice and cruelty. Accept our repentance, Lord. For all false judgments, 
for uncharitable thoughts towards our neighbors and for our prejudice and contempt toward those who differ from us. Restore us, good Lord, and let your anger depart from us. Favorably hear us, for your mercy is great. Accomplish in us the work of your salvation, that we may show forth your glory in the world. By the cross and passion of your Son, our Lord, bring us with all your saints to the joy of his resurrection. Mighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desires not the death of sinners, but rather that they may turn from their wickedness and live, has given power and commandment to his ministers to declare and pronounce to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardons and absolves all those who truly repent and with sincere hearts believe his holy gospel. Therefore, we beseech him to grant to us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do on this day, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. With your spirit. Turn and greet your neighbor with the peace of the Lord. Okay, a couple announcements uh, as we begin here. First of all, um, we, it was mentioned, but Saturdays at 10, from 10 to noon at the church, there's going to be confessions if you'd like to come receive confession. Uh, there's a time change coming up, March 13th, spring forward, so be aware. Check out the ladies' retreat uh, info. And then the uh, men's meeting is going to be on the 19th of this month, the men's workday meeting. As we prepare to receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship and presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us. Together, through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise, that is, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name. But do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God.
up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks. 
Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ, our Lord. He came among us as a man to lead mankind from darkness into the light of faith. Through Adam's fall, we were born as slaves of sin. But now, through baptism in Christ, we are reborn as your adopted children. Earth unites with heaven to sing the new song of creation as we adore and praise you forever in the unending hymn of praise. fountain of all holiness. Let your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts and make them holy, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he was given up to death, the death he freely accepted. He took bread, he gave you thanks, he broke it, he gave it to his disciples saying, take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup again. He gave you thanks and praise. He gave the cup to his disciples and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins whenever you drink it. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of our faith. Christ, Christ has died, Christ has risen, and Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread, this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world. Lord, remember your church in Ukraine and your church in Russia. Make us grow in love together with our patriarch Craig, our Bishop Douglas, and all the clergy. Remember those for whom we now pray. Connie, Susan, Serena, Naomi, Sonia, Sandra, Karen, Tammy, Denisa, Mary Ellie, Giovanni, 
the Marines and sailors of Camp Pendleton and all those who serve in our armed forces. You can add the names of the people you're praying for. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and broken. As we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles, martyrs, and all the saints. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father, and so we have the courage to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Certain words we don't say in Lent, do you remember? Okay. <laughs> Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy upon us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy upon us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Grant us our the gifts of God for the people of God, take them in remembrance that Jesus died for you and feed on him in your hearts with thanksgiving. Blessed are those who are called to his supper.
Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and you have fed us with spiritual food and the sacrament of body and blood. 
Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with kindness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in the battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the divine power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who roam throughout the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Well, it's Lent. Pay attention. (laughs) Pay attention. And may the peace of God which passeth all human understanding fill your hearts and minds with the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and those you love and care for now and forever. Amen. Let's go forth into the world rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.